Alex, yeah, great job. Great job, Alex. Woo! Please remember, uh, Renegade Solutions is a White Buffalo Woman production. It's engineered by Alex Sergey. I'm Sharmi Golson for Ali Transboy Bratton. Please remember, we are all related. Mitako Yasin. Box a box of chocolates Would I know To stay away oh, I said If Pandora's box a box of chocolates Would I eat Them anyway Cause Every time I have Half a mind to leave you Babe that means I have Half a mind to stay it's Pandora's Lunchbox on WCBN FM Ann Arbor. Good evening, this is Mike. Pandora's Lunchbox is a show about food every Thursday evening at 6.30. And every day I sit down before the show and figure out what I'm going to do on the show, what sort of events are going on that I'm going to talk about. I started doing this about five minutes ago, and I started to notice a strange pattern. I noticed that chickens seem to be looming large in a lot of events going on in the world right now, and it's something that kind of disturbed me as chickens sometimes do. When I see a chicken flying, I see, think to myself, I can't identify that. So I thought, unidentified flying objects, unidentified flying chickens, UFCs. So I went straight to BibleUFO.com. If this is making sense to you, that's good. This is from BibleUFO.com. This is a website that comes up with connections between the Bible and the existence, which we all know of, of UFOs. The fact that the objects described in the Bible are controlled flying craft is borne out by the, flight, by the flight characteristics of those objects. In Bible text, the objects associated with the Elohim are shown to exhibit rapid, prolonged flight. They ascend and descend, and they hover for extended periods. Kind of like chickens. If these objects were just ethereal images created by ethereal beings, these flight descriptions would have no relevance. The fact that these authors wrote about the flight routine of these objects is evidence that they have a distinct physical presence. As many of these vehicles are associated with heaven, a simple understanding of the meaning of the word heaven will show that these vehicles are flying in the sky. It also mentions that the word heaven is used over 500 times in the Bible. The word sky or skies only appear 11 times in all 66 books. But so, you know, I wanted to dig, dig deeper into this, kind of like a chicken with its claws digging into the ground. So I went to Bible-History.com. It says here, Jesus is responsible for the only direct mention of chickens in the Bible. There is no reference to chickens in the Old Testament sufficiently clear to specify our common domestic bird. The many references to fatted fowl in these older records, in accordance with the text and the history of the other nations, were pigeons, guineas, ducks, geese, and swans. Well, there you have it. If that makes sense to you, then I think we're really getting somewhere. In the meantime, times like this, I turn to my favorite guru, Mr. Slim Gaylord. Hi, lads. This is Bob V. Discope telling you the things are Mellow Rooney, Vout, and Oh, Dig It. And here is a man that can dig it without asking John L. Lewis. I mean Slim Gaylord, that mad savage boy. You're on, Slim. Chicken with them, Chicken with them, Chicken with them, 
chicken with some sour When the rooster starts to grow Grab your pocket on the floor You move out on your way Because it won't be long for the freak of day Pop, 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 Chicken with some Pop, 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 Chicken with some Pedro, my buddy. Yeah, Slim Gaylord with a little bit of funky intro by Bob Hope, I believe. Yeah, that is Chicken Rhythm, and this is Chicken WCBN, Chicken Ann Arbor. This is Pandora's Chicken Coop box, and we're getting to the bottom of the chicken coop here to find out why there's so many events going on right now about chickens. I haven't even gotten to the events yet. Let's get right to it. First of all, this from uh, a new U.S. Newswire in Washington. Super Kai, Super Moan, in any language, the fight against avian influenza is spreading through Southeast Asia through a new invincible character, Super Chicken, as he's known to English speakers. The Academy for Educational Development, which leads an avian influenza awareness campaign in Southeast Asia for the U.S. Agency for International Development... Introduced the unlikely spokesperson in November of 2006 at national water festivals in Laos and Cambodia. Originally developed in Cambodia, Super Moan, as he is known there, is a broad-breasted rooster with a familiar red cape and strong opinions about healthy behaviors. The rooster first appeared in public service announcements on posters and in booklets where he demonstrated the hows to preventing the avian influenza virus from appearing and spreading. From there, the super chicken image was adapted in Laos with a slightly different look. Part chicken and part human, Super Kai serves as a credible source of good behaviors and best practices to stop the spread of the bird flu virus. Somewhat bossy in temperament, he travels on motorcycle or boat to help farmers and communities prevent bird flu outbreaks. 
Super Kai and Super Moan have also appeared in documentaries on stage with street theater and at recent water festivals and other events. I need to look up water festivals and talk about what that is. They will continue to appear in community-based activities and events in both Cambodia and Laos. To watch the TV ads starring Super Chicken and to see other communication materials on avian influenza, you can visit avianflu.aed.org. And this a message from WCBN, which is a, a credible source of good behaviors, although we are somewhat bossy in temperament. This is very interesting because there are a lot of uh, stories about chickens lately, and we're going to get to a few more in just a moment. But first of all, some very important news. Now, you may have heard that the creator of Scooby-Doo recently died. That was in the last week, unfortunately. Iwao Takamoto, the animator who created Scooby-Doo and directed the cartoon classic Charlotte's Web, has died at the age of 81. He is he's 81 years old and had a heart attack. In a career that spanned more than six decades, he assisted in the designs of some of the biggest animated features and television shows for Disney and the Hanna-Barbera animation team. They included Cinderella, Peter Pan, Lady and the Tramp, 101 Dalmatians, The Jetsons, and The Flintstones. But it was his creation of Scooby-Doo, the cowardly dog with an adventurous heart that captivated audiences and endured for generations. And this is an important piece of cultural information right here. Mr. Takamoto said he created Scooby-Doo after talking with a great Dane breeder, and named him after Frank Sinatra's final phrase in the song Strangers in the Night. Scooby-dooby-doo. See, I wish I had that on me right now. It's true. That is, This is from the Associated Press, and it's all fact. And this other sad news came to me, though, the other day, also not too long ago. The man who did the theme song to Gumby has died. Sneaky Pete Kleinow. Pete Kleinow, or Sneaky Pete. He was also a steel guitar player who was one of the original members of the Flying Burrito Brothers. He died on Saturday at the age of 72. So he worked a lot with John Lennon, Jackson Brown, Joni Mitchell, and others. But he also won acclaim as an animator, special effects artist, and director of commercials. He wrote and performed the original Gumby theme music as well as designed cartoons. And he was involved in The Empire Strikes Back, which I think featured a large chicken in there. So the connections are quite scary right now. But I want to go right now to a collection that came out about 20... Actually, good Lord, it's almost 20 years ago. It's 1990, I believe. A collection called Gumby, 1989. Holy moly. This is called Gumby and features all songs about Gumby. One of them is by Frank Sinatra Jr. Connections here. This is all very creepy. But let's go straight to this one, which is a... a a twisted uh, food reference. Get your twisted spoons and forks and plates and taste some of this Zydeco Gumby Yaya from Brave Combo.
Ah, yes. Brave Combo and Zydeco Gumby Ya Ya. Tribute to Gumby. Gumby's still around, actually, but the man who wrote the Gumby theme song and also designed some of the episodes has died. Sneaky Pete was his name. Christened something else, perhaps, or um, I don't know what, what religion would have been involved in calling somebody sneaky. I'm not sure what the tradition is as far as that goes, but the creator of the Gumby theme song has passed away, as has the creator of Scooby-Doo, and, and we're just going to take a moment of silence. That was it. So this is Pandora's Lunchbox, a show about food, and we want to take a moment also to read more chicken news to you. I mean, it wasn't supposed to be chicken news, but it just turned out that way. Uh, Van Jolissant was recently appointed the chief economist for the Daimler Chrysler Group. This week, he said that since he began spending more time at the firm's corporate headquarters in Stuttgart, Germany, he had been shocked by the absurdity of European attitudes towards global warming. The motor economist remarked that he had been surprised by how much support there had been in Stuttgart for these quasi-hysterical policies that smacked of chicken-little politics. In response to a question on the floor, he said that global warming was a far-off risk whose magnitude was uncertain. There are several ways that one can respond to that, and one of them, I think, is to have an album that Arwolf just handed to me by Pink Anderson. This is on the Folkways record label. Pink Anderson was the name that inspired Pink Floyd. That's correct, Arwolf? That's uh That's what I hear, at least the pink part. The pink part, yes. The Floyd part I don't know for sure. There was a there was a blues singer named Floyd, I believe, perhaps. But uh Pink Anderson, yes, inspired the name Pink Floyd. He has a song about chicken. It's called Chicken. And if you look on the notes written by somebody who reviewed the album, it says that the cut is about chickens. So we're gonna to listen to this cut, which is about chickens. It's called Chicken. Try something here the other night. I'm sure gonna try it some more. I'm gonna try the same thing here in this town tonight. I know I'll be on a show. I put my sack right on my back and I walked out late one night. I put that sack just full of fowl and I did not have to fight. They was chicken, chicken, go up in the balloon. Chicken, chicken, he can hide behind the moon. Chicken, shoo, I ain't gonna let you be. I got a forty dollar wine for the chicken tonight. He can't roost too high for me. I had no use for a chicken since one night well last spring. Sitting here and bit my partner Cause he stepped on a wing A chicken is a kind of a cutest bird You can tell by the wink of his eye If you call a trouble to his backbone Folks, he's saying they can't roost too high Yes, it's chicken Chicken He can go up in the balloon Chicken Chicken He can hide behind the moon Chicken, chicken, I ain't gonna let you be. I got a forty dollar warrant for the chicken tonight. He can't roost too high for me. Oh yeah, that's Pink Anderson and chickens. It's about chickens. It's about a quarter to seven, chicken time, and this is Pandora's lunchbox on WCBN. 
Coming up at eight, uh, coming, coming up at seven, it's Face the Music with Our Wolf. In the meantime, there have been, as I was mentioning, a kind of scary amount of stories that where the chicken is the theme. This one from the Lufkin Daily News of Texas, which I often read. This from Tuesday. A man told police his ex-girlfriend hit him in the face with a half-eaten chicken leg while they were arguing inside China Garden on Timberland Drive, according to a police report. That's it, really. Here's another one, though. San Francisco Mayor Gavin Newsom is getting some flack again, this time from the San Francisco Party Party, they call themselves. Newsom is the one who got international attention about two years ago when he issued a directive to the city county clerk to issue marriage licenses to same-sex couples. This is from Wikipedia. For almost a month until March 11, 2004, when the weddings were halted by the California Supreme Court, about 4,000 same-sex couples were issued marriage licenses in San Francisco, including... Rosie O'Donnell and Kelly Carpenter. On August 12th, the California Supreme Court voided all of those licenses. And he responded, actually, California or San Francisco Mayor Gavin Newsom said that he was moved to do this by President Bush's State of the Union address. I'll read a bit of that here. Activist judges have been begun redefining marriage by court order without regard to the will of the people and their elected representatives. If judges insist on forcing their arbitrary will upon the people, the only alternative left to the people would be the constitutional process. Our nation must defend the sanctity of marriage. Applause. I don't think he said applause, but I think he got it. But, okay, so Gavin Newsom did this, but apparently he's been getting some flack from some locals. And there's a group called the San Francisco Party Party, and they say here... The time has come to stand up to the growing commune of SUV-driving suburbanites who seem determined to turn our city into a sterile, gated community. The SF Party Party supports music, art, motorcycling, bicycling, and skating way past 2 a.m. So he's getting it from all sides, kind of like a chicken caught in a... I don't know. But, okay, that's the SF Party Party, however, is saying that he's a chicken. In fact, they've gone so far as to create caricatures called the San Francisco chicken with the face of Gavin Newsom with a chicken beak and the uh, dingle dangle things hanging down from its chin and the hair looking like a chicken. So it says here on the website of the of sfist.com, like Frank Perdue always said, it takes a tough man to make a tender chicken. The Board of Supervisors in San Francisco cockadoodle doo a 10 to 1 vote in favor of putting Gavin Newsom and the question time he's intent on avoiding on their monthly agenda. So Gavin is now currently scheduled to appear every third Thursday, Tuesday, and will be marked absent if he doesn't show up within five minutes of his scheduled time. Gavin buck, buck, bucked a testy response to the latest Coop Challenge, saying only, been there, done that. I've been talked, I've been talked to, I've talked about it for a month, but not yet answered questions from supervisor. I'm, I'm having a trouble, I'm having a trouble to speak rest of word things. Nonetheless... You can get you can go to the Chicken Mayor store and get caricatures of the San Francisco chicken, which they claim to be Gavin Newsom, because that's what they claim. And you can buy T-shirts, you can buy dog shirts, which we all need at some point in our lives, and you can do that. But I think we need to clarify things right now because the air is getting very confusing, and we need to go now to the Little Dancing Chicken. These are by this this am by the Little Singers of Milano.
Yes, the little singers of Milano and the little dancing chicken that is sung in Italian. It's from an old record on the Four Corners of the World label. And that's really all you need to know. Little Dancing Chicken, and they're sung by children, so it all makes a lot more sense than what's going on in the world. For instance, well, here, here's somebody. We talked about the passing of the fellow who created Scooby-Doo and also the fellow who did the theme from Gumby. But you may know, actually, this is something from last year, but you know, while we're looking back on the previous year, which some of us are as we're still writing 2006 on our checks or writing the name of the former president of uh, Turkmenistan on our checks, nonetheless, William Zender Jr. died May 23rd last year at age 87, Says here from the Detroit Free Press, his foresight and business savvy helped put Frankenmuth on the map as Michigan's chicken dinner capital and one of its top tourist attractions. The Bavarian Inn restaurateur is considered the driving force behind the town's transformation from a rural municipality into Michigan's little Bavaria. And this man has trouble with the Swedish language nonetheless. In the mid-50s, Zender came up with the idea of adopting a Bavarian theme for his restaurant. Here, remembering William Zender Jr., this is all stuff I found by looking up chickens. No, no, I mean I was looking up totally unrelated stuff, and they all happened to have the chicken theme. (laughs) That's right. So, one more piece of chicken news, okay? This is actually uh, relating to another fellow who died recently, Mr. Gerald Ford. This is in the St. Petersburg Times. Tom Brokaw covered the presidency of Gerald Ford. He says James Naughton, then a reporter with the New York Times, had grown weary of listening to President Ford's stock campaign speech. Chicken stock, perhaps? In 1976, Naughton decided to wear a chicken mask to a presidential news conference. Naughton got encouragement from Ford and his chief of staff, Dick Cheney. In the next news cycle, the chicken head was a bigger story than the president, Brokaw said, and President Ford got a kick out of it. So... Chickens are inspiring even the best and the worst in people around the world, and that's something that I think we should just take a moment and think about. Okay, there, we've done that. Now, before I go, I just want to mention, I've got another CH word to talk about. I hope this wasn't, isn't going to be too offensive to you. I know some people find the word chicken offensive, but that Christmas thing, that holiday thing we just had, Christmas. Well, I recently found out, actually this was in November, that the Cleveland house where the film A Christmas Story was shot will open as a tourist attraction, it said here, November 25th. And so the house where A Christmas Story was shot, you know, you'll poke your eye out. No, you'll, you'll shoot your eye out, kid. You know, Ralphie and that whole bit. You can go to Cleveland and actually see the house where the exteriors were shot. Me and some friends went there and found that the actual interiors were shot in Toronto. You couldn't actually go into the building and end up in Toronto and, and kind of TARDIS time warp thing. But nonetheless, they've made the inside look a lot like the movie and the owner brian jones bought the house on ebay as we've often done jones is still searching for a claw foot tub and a pull chain toilet to finish the 1940s look of the upstairs bathroom also in the movie a christmas story was a chinese restaurant and there was a chinese restaurant in cleveland linked to it turned out not to be the chinese restaurant in the movie or in the location of the chinese restaurant or any of that stuff but good Chinese food. They had everything from, I had, I had lamb there. I've never had lamb at a Chinese restaurant. Actually, the menu listed it as Burmese style lamb. They also had this wonderful pumpkin dish with, with, with vegetables inside. And they also had stir fried frog. They had all kinds of things at the C&Y Chinese restaurant in Cleveland. Did all that stuff just in the last week. But moving right along, thank you for taking a moment to join me in figuring out the whole chickenness of everything. I've been Mike for quite some time now, and that's pretty much all I can do at this point. It's Pandora's Lunchbox and WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. Coming up next, it's Arwolf and Face the Music. But in the meantime, we need to think about the theme song from this show today, which goes something like this. This is Louis Jordan, 
Ain't nobody here but us chickens. Thank you for listening. Keep doing that. It's WCBN FM Ann Arbor. One night Farmer Brown was taking the air Locked up the barnyard with the greatest of care Down in the hen house something stirred When he shouted, who's there? This is what he heard There ain't nobody here but us chickens There ain't nobody here at all So calm yourself and stop that fuss There ain't nobody here but us We chickens trying to sleep and you butt in and hobble, 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 hobble with your chin. There ain't nobody here but us chickens. There ain't nobody here at all. You're stomping around and shaking the ground. You're kicking up an awful dust. We chickens trying to sleep and you butt in and hobble, 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 hobble. It's a sin. Tomorrow is a busy day. We got things to do. We got eggs to lay, we got ground to dig and worms to scratch. It takes a lot of setting, getting chicks to hatch. Oh, there ain't nobody here but us chickens. There ain't nobody here at all. So quiet yourself and stop that fuss. There ain't nobody here but us. Kindly point that gun the other way and hobble, hobble, hobble off and hit the head. to do we got eggs to lay we got ground to dig and worms to scratch it takes a lot of setting getting chicks to hatch there ain't nobody here but us chickens there ain't nobody here at all so quiet yourself and stop that fuss there ain't nobody here but us and kindly point that gun the other way and hobble 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 off and hit the hay hey hey boss man what do you say? It's easy pickings. There ain't nobody here but us chickens. It's 7 o'clock, and this is WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. Time to face the music with our national anthem. We figure that uh, if we had a Louisiana-based national anthem, or maybe Chicago cum Louisiana, um, that would be probably better. We'd be better off as a people. <laughs> 